Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. My name is Chloe. I'm here with Pastor Adam. I'm here. And this is episode 72, and it is also episode 7, and the final episode, final episode, right? Yeah, final episode. Unless we add some more on, but yes. This is probably the final episode of our series, Running on Empty, which has been a really good series, really cool. Um... What? How do we? How do good we wrap of, it up? That's all I had. Yeah, thank really you. Good, really, really cool. good. Really cool. Really good. Really cool. Great. I'm tired. <laughs> That's all I had to say. It was awesome. No, I, you should be because it's a series of running on empty. Yes. So, so now I have so. to stop recording the podcast and go and put into practice all the all things, these that, things we that we said. About. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So real fast recap before we get into the last one. Um, there's most people around right now, uh, lots and lots of people, especially Christ followers feel like they are burnout running on empty or whatever. And so we talked about like, what do you do when that's the case? Um, uh, one of our team members, um, one of our campus pastors, uh, his name is Matt Dalton. He came up with this idea when we were, we were brainstorming a couple months ago. Um, and we thought it was pretty good cause it's very timely. And so the bottom line is, is when you feel like you're running on empty, um, what do you do? And the answer is, is you lean into God through the spiritual disciplines. Um, and what we talked about through this podcast was don't do it in the cliche way, though. Yeah. And so, like, when you're running on empty and you say, well, you need to pray, then that just sounds like, well, that's, I've been praying. That's right. not going to help. You're right? like, hey, God, I'm tired. Right. Please help me. Right. Then, you're like, uh, right. right. <laughs> so what we said was, no, it's still the right answer. It just right. means that you need to do it in a different way. And so when we talked about prayer, we were like, not just pray like you normally pray, but like get gut level honest with God. Like yeah. do some brutally honest, soul-bearing prayers. And then we said rest was the second one. And it was like, don't just take a vacation or a day off or sleep all day long because you're tired and that'll fill you back up. It was the idea of, no, 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 you need to get back into a rhythm of rest mm-hmm. happening all the time. So that the act of practicing yeah. for real Sabbath, not every now and then when I'm wore out Sabbath. Right. right. And I also think we might have said this in the past episodes. I don't know. It's been very, the way we recorded these, you wouldn't know it, but they've yep. just been very spaced out. Very spaced but out. But it's not really like a, oh, well, I'll pray one time and then it'll fix it. It's more of like creating a rhythm with all of Absolutely. these things. All of them are rhythm based. Yeah. And I think that, and they, and getting outside of the box in them. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. isn't that really what we've been trying to say mm-hmm. is like, get outside of the box on these spiritual disciplines, right? right? Especially when you're running on empty, do them for sure, but do them differently. Right. Um, And so rest was one, um, reading your Bible. What we said was, is don't just go to the Bible, try to find some inspirational story. Instead, try to find your hurt in the scriptures. So look for your hurt. And if you'll find your hurt in your scriptures, you'll then find the inspiration that you're searching for too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't just go read your Bible, but instead like look for your personal hurt in the story somewhere. Because uh, it's a big deal to know that God, that other people, other Christ followers, other folks, other people of God have struggled with the same stuff you struggle with, and that that story's in there, and that God cares, right? And it's, you know, so go find your hurt in the in the scriptures. And then we talked about faith, this idea of um, uh, you know, let go and let God, but this thought of being aware of how little you know which then makes you have faith in a God who does know, mm-hmm. right? And so um, 
if you want to grow your faith in God, get closer to the cross, which will show you how sinful you are and how little you are and how little you know, um, which will then make God bigger, obviously, or, yeah. you know, not make him bigger, but you, you will see him in a bigger way is the yeah. point. Um, get smaller, basically. And then worship, which was the point of worship, is not for you to go to church and fill yourself up. But the point of worship is to empty yourself out. Mm -hmm. And so find yourself, if you're empty, feel like you're running on empty, find yourself pouring out at the altar, right? I mean, the whole Mm -hmm. point of worship is, if we think about worship, right, the the whole point of worship is the offering at the Mm -hmm. altar, right? We're not talking money. It's not about us. Right. We're talking life offering. And so it's not about you. So um, the good thing is, is when you're running on empty, if you'll find yourself in worship and empty fully out, um, I think you can get filled up a whole lot faster, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not to go seek being, let me go seek being fed or seek filling up right. during that season. It's to actually empty out even further. Um, and then last week, I think it was last week, we talked about getting alone with God um, and that doesn't just being in a, some sort of room or closet or somewhere, right? Cliche thought of, let me go to my prayer closet, but instead doing it in something that's unique and different. And so get alone yeah. with God in nature, get alone with God in a big city, I talked about the spaceship, me standing underneath a spaceship, right, and realizing, you know, feeling more filled up by God um, in a season of running on empty and things like that. And we talked about a trip we took out west where, you know, just seeing things in a different light makes mm-hmm. you realize um, how significant God is. And so there's this act of getting alone with God that does not have to be the same way you've always done it. So get creative about you can get alone with God anywhere That's the point. Mm-hmm. And so this week, last one, we're going to say – uh, Chloe comes to me and she scenario. Let's throw out the scenario again. I like the scenario. <laughs> Chloe comes to me and she's like, "All wisdom, Pastor Adam." Oh. <laughs> the all wise, the all wise Pastor Adam, right? Oh. Um, and that's what she would say, guys. I don't. It's I'm just how it. It's she comes and she's. She comes and she's like, "Hey, uh, so what?" She'd probably be like, "Is I don't have anybody else to ask this to, so I'm gonna ask you." But, <laughs> No, she comes and she says, You're going to two very different extremes. <laughs> neither of those things I would say. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I'm running on empty. I don't know what to do. Right. And I feel like my faith is suffering and I'm not close to God and all these things. Right. Which we all feel, you know, we all feel that way a lot. We just don't ever say it to people. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's part of the problem in general. But, yeah. and, and we go, you know, I'm giving her advice like all these ones we said. And so here's the last one I would say, you need to be with people. And the, mm-hmm. the, the biblical word here is you need to be in community. Yeah. You need to be with people. And and the cliche advice of that, what she may hear is, oh, yeah, I should get around some folks and distract myself mm-hmm. and have some fun. Right. So let me find somebody to go distract myself from the fact that I'm burnt out right. and do something different and go have some fun. And on the surface, that, that sounds like it'll work pretty well. I don't think that that works well out of rhythm. I think that when you've gone into a burnout season, you'll do that and you'll have this this approach of, oh, I'll do something fun and that'll make me feel better. And then you'll finish it and you'll go, why don't I feel better? Right. What is wrong with me? And so the advice of being in community, that spiritual discipline is correct. But if you are burnout, what we really mean by that is, Allow yourself to be vulnerable with some people, to be mm-hmm. really seen. Mm-hmm. Um, not just go have fun with them, but to let them see you for who you are, for where you're at. 
And so get around some folks where you can really be you and you can say and show I'm beat up. I'm tired. I'm wore out. And then you can actually process with those people what has caused you to get to this spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's so much bigger than, all right, well, I'm going to go out with some friends. We're going to go do this. We're going to do a movie. We're going to do whatever. And and we're just going to do something that's just take my mind off what's going on and I'm going to have fun or whatever. Um, you may do the fun stuff with them, but do it with some people where you can really be you, especially at a in a state of rock bottom's the wrong word, but in a state of, you know, just sadness of, mm-hmm. you know, tired, um, where you can actually process through these things. Like you need people where you can be you, even if it is an ugly, dirty you at the moment, right? Even if it is a you who they expect to be a faithful you, but you seem like you're an unfaithful you. You know, Mm -hmm. you seem like you are, you know, like I have to have people in my life that it's okay for me to be around them and not have to be on as Pastor Adam, right? I got to have people in my life where I can say, I'm struggling with believing this. I'm struggling with doubting this. I'm not praying like I should, you know, mm-hmm. instead of feeling like I have to be on. And so going and doing fun things with people is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you right now, if you are running on empty, it won't work. Yeah. It, it just If you're burnt out, it won't work. It takes your mind off of it temporarily, but it's not going to feel this big hole there. What you really need is some real community. Like you need some people where you can really be you with and you can kind of talk about the vulnerabilities of where it's at because it's because it's a vulnerable moment to be able to say out loud hey i'm struggling Mm -hmm. right that's that's a lot harder than going hey i've had a rough day a rough week yeah let's go do this right right that's different you need some people around you that you can be seen in in whatever state you're in Mm -hmm. And that's real authentic biblical community, right? Real authentic biblical community is not everybody bringing their best self to every gathering. Yeah. Um, that's why you can't have real biblical community sitting in a pew at church. You can't have real biblical community attending a church worship service. Yeah. Real biblical community has to happen outside of that, mm-hmm. right? Um, because you're you're you know coming into a church service, you get your best face on, right? And you're just sitting there, and you, you know, but sitting in somebody's home. You got to have some people that you have refrigerator rights with. You ever heard this before? Mm-hmm. Refrigerator rights. There you can go in their refrigerator. Yeah. It's not weird. Yeah, you, you can go in their refrigerator without asking. Right. Right. You don't have to ask. You yeah. just go to their refrigerator. Um, people that you are vulnerable with, like um, from from me and Valerie. You know, we're in a small group. Obviously, we've been in multiple ones. Um, you know, over the years, we've been in multiple ones at Union, but the current one that we're in. Um which of course we hadn't met in a couple of months because of the weirdness of summer and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. um, it's just been post Easter. It's been kind of weird, um, funky, but uh, every time I'm on the way to small group, I dread it. And some of these people are going to be listening right now. So hold on, don't <laughs> hang up yet. Hang up. <laughs> like hang it's up. a phone call. <laughs> don't uh, pause it yet. Yeah, there you go. Pause or delete or whatever. Don't Stop. Don't hang up. Anyway, I'll be on there and I'll go, I don't want to do this tonight. You ever felt that way, Chloe? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, when you, you're going around some people that you can be yourself with these people, yes. like you really can be not just something. I'm not just talking about something random that you don't want to do. I do church stuff all the time. I don't want to do <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I'm talking about. These are people. These are my people. Right. And 
I, on the way there, every time I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do this. I, just want this. I mean, I love these folks, but I just don't want to do this tonight. And and I'll, the, I feel like the enemy is trying to pull me away from it. I come up with every excuse I can. Well, my head does hurt a little bit. Maybe I can go home. Right. Or or maybe the kid's going to have this event. I'll volunteer for that. You know, like I'm coming up with all kinds of ideas. And then, of course, I'll finally go, no, I have to push through. Right? I have to show up. Yeah. And then I leave. When I go to leave after it's over with, I feel like life has been given to me, not mm-hmm. taken away from me. And I have to repent in the parking lot or the driveway of the house that I'm leaving and go, God, I'm sorry, because this is exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like life has been given. You have to put some people in your life where when you're around them, um, you are you. You don't have to pretend. And you feel like life is given to you, not sucked out of you. Right. And I'm telling you, as a pastor, this is crucial and huge. And I can, I can probably speak to this more truthfully than just about anybody you know. Um, that you have to have people around you that you can be you with. Mm -hmm. Because the tendency that I have as a pastor, but I think the tendency all of us have, is to be the best polished us we can be around whoever we're around. And then there's a very select few people, like your spouse or your parents, who see you like for real, like you don't polish up around them. And I think you need some people in your life that you can be yourself around without having to feel like you've got to be you or you're going to lose the friendship or you're going to lose the influence or whatever it is. Right. Um, and, and so when we say, you know, be around people, we're not saying go have fun. Like, yes, do that. But that's not going to work. That's not going to fill you back up. Be around some people where you can be really vulnerable. You can be really seen. Um, yeah. And being vulnerable is different for different people. You know, it, it's based on, like, I don't have any problem sharing uh, past struggles. I don't have any problem sharing stuff about my family or friends or whatever. I mean, I share stuff on the stages as I preach all the time. But in a small group of people sitting around in a circle or wherever it is, on a couch or a boat with somebody or whatever, a close friend, I have a really hard time sharing the struggles that are current that I don't know what to do with. I know I can share the ones where I've already walked through it and I know what needs to happen. Yeah. But the ones that are like right now that that's my vulnerability. That's where I'm very vulnerable. Mm. Um and I struggle sharing those. And so I'm never going to unless I put myself intentionally around people where it just gets pulled out. Yeah. You know. You got to have some folks around you where you can say, you know, I'm struggling with this. And I don't know what to do. Um and not necessarily for them to give you advice. Just to be seen and heard, you know. Sometimes all you do is say it. You don't really need to. You don't really need the advice back. Some of the best people I know, they're just good listeners, and so they they don't try to tell me what to do. They just go, "I hear you, and mm-hmm. I'm here for you, and I'm listening to you, and I don't know what to tell you." You right. know, so like, I, there's there's a couple of people in my life that I will go to them with a church situation, and I'll go, "I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what decision to make," and they'll go, "I don't know either. I'm not in that position, but I'm listening." You know, I'm here and I'm praying for you. And there's this realness that's there to it, Um, you know, where I don't have to be Pastor Adam. I can just be Adam. That's going to be the key when you're running on empty, um, when you're really struggling, is being around people where you can just be. And, Mm -hmm. you know, God works through authentic community in a way that is almost hard to even explain, where just like-minded believers are together. He's then there with us in our midst is the promise, mm-hmm. and we're just walking through life together. And 
to me, that's something that's going to fill up your soul probably or maybe as much as any of these things that we've said here. Um, And I've seen that happen recently. Um, And it doesn't mean it's without trouble. You know, you put people together, they're going to fight. They're going to get mad at each other. But that's my thought. So what do you think, Chloe? I think that I totally agree. And the whole time while you're talking about, you're talking about your small group, but even before you said your small group, I was thinking about my small group because I was kind of in like this little bit of like a transition, like trying to find a place where I would fit in because there's a lot of difficulty finding a place for like 20 somethings in the church because you're out of youth group, but you're not quite married with a family yet. Yeah. And so I didn't really have a group necessarily that I felt like I was in community with. And so last summer, um, a girl that goes to our church, Rayal, she reached out to me. She was like, hey, I wanted to know, you know, if you wanted to come to my group sometime. And I was like, half of me was like, oh, this is perfect. I need a group. Yeah. And the other half of me was like, I don't know these no. people and I can't no. start going to group right. them. It's going to be so weird and awkward and, you know, whatever. And so I went the first time and I was like, well, that was nice. And then I went again and again and again. And eventually I was like. This is a, like, I had never felt so certain, like, this is a group that God wants me to be in in yeah. this season of my life right now. And just to see how, like, every week that I've showed up, uh, it has been, like, such, like, authentic community is experienced in that time where we're just all, like, really real about, you know, what's going on in our lives and what's bothering us and, you know, where we're at and where we want to be and, you know, what God's doing and what we need to see God do or, you know, stuff like that. It's been like so real and to see not only for me, but like I've brought a few friends with me and stuff and to see how it's changing them as well. Just being in that community, it's so much better and so much different than just going to hang out with somebody to distract yourself. Because whenever you do something to distract yourself, you might think you're on empty, but you will 100% come back even more empty than when you went for it. And so just seeing how God really does work in that real authentic community, like I want everybody to be able to have that because I've seen what it's done in my life and how like those little moments, like every Monday night when we meet, I leave and I feel Okay, I can do this yep. week because like I've yes some life's been put into you. yes yeah. yes and it's not, I'm not saying I go to small group and all my problems are solved but like yeah. I go to small group and I I do feel refreshed I do feel recharged I feel like you know this is what God's plan for us is is to be in real community like that and a lot of that I owe credit to Rayel because she's an amazing small group leader and I've never seen someone be able to create like real conversation without making it weird because sometimes you can try to like start like a deep conversation (laughs) everyone's like this is awkward but she has never once I've never heard her ask a question where it's been like that was weird it's like so natural for her so I think she listens so shout out to Rayelle for being such a great yes she tears it up on the violin and a kung fu ninja (laughs) yes she's so cool she does all the things (laughs) if you've never seen anybody (laughs) play a violin and kick uh, bad guys butts with kung fu that is right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. she does that, and she leads a small group all at the same it's a, time. It's a beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's. But so I mean, don't but, yeah. you think that? So, out of all these things we talked through, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe this is just me. But does it not feel like out of all these things we talked through, this this idea of real vulnerable community? fills you up in a way that is almost you can't even explain it like yes. i think all the rest of them you can sort of explain right yes. i'm i pray in a different way where i'm gut level yes. honest with god and now i'm in i'm communicating in a real honest way and so it yes. makes sense that it would fill me back up yeah i get into the bible i get into the word and i find my hurt in the story and so now there's this connection and of course the word speaks to me like i understand that that i'm small and insignificant and god's bigger and so you know my faith grows and that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea of worshiping, I've come in and I'm going to lay it all out there. And, 
you know, it all makes sense. But the community one is is one where it's surprising. Yeah. It, like to me, it's I don't know if I'm even saying this right, but it's shocking to me how much life can be given to you from being around people where you can really be you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even realize the life that it's given. Like you're mm-hmm. you're just being with mm-hmm. them, right? Sometimes you're talking through something, you know, like you said, sometimes it's like some sort of Bible study discussion, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's not. Like yeah. most of the time it's just hanging around around a table eating some cheese and crackers, you know, chatting or right. whatever it may be and then you realize that man this is I'm being me. Um yeah. I, I'm just there there's a maybe it's just because of my job or you know that there is a I'm always I don't know. I hope people relate to this. I think all people do, but I always feel like I'm having to fight putting a facade up mm-hmm. of who I am and what I do and mm-hmm. what I struggle with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always feel like I'm having to fight wearing yes. a mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I and I really do think all people feel this way. Yeah. Like I'm always I mean. trying to figure out whether or not. Oh, let me just be smiley and happy and jokey. Um, when really I've had a crap day and I'm worried and I'm you know I'm tired and and. Or I'm in a season where it just feels like I don't hear from God at all or whatever it may be. But I got to act like I do because I'm the pastor. So let me put my mask on or something, this facade. Uh, I always feel like I'm battling that. But when I get around the right people, I don't even think about it. I don't even have to think about putting the mask on. You know, I can just be who I am, and there's no fear or judgment that those people are going to leave me, yeah. <laughs> or bash me, or um, talk about me behind my back. You know what I mean? Does that make yep. sense? Oh yeah. I just uh, there is this there is this life giving peace that comes from real vulnerable community that I don't think you get anywhere else. Yeah. And so you know, if you've listened to this whole thing and you're like, okay. Because that's how people listen to podcasts now, right? It's like Netflix binge, Mm -hmm. right? So you just listen to all seven of these at the same time, (laughs) and you're like, which one do I do? Go get around some real people. Start with community. I didn't tell you not to pray. Don't take it there. I didn't tell you not to start, you know, because some people be like, he should have said start with prayer or the Bible reading. Start with community. Go get around some real people. Because when you're around the right people, like with my group, like it encourages you throughout the week, like the way that you maybe talked or prayed with your small group earlier that week, it makes you want to do it throughout your life again, at least for me, or like when we read our Bibles together, you know, at least one person is regularly, and it's me a lot of times being like, I need to read my Bible more, you know? And so... It, it just helps to know that like you're not alone in this. You're not Absolutely. trying to figure this out on your own. And there's other people that are walking the same life that you are. And it's hard. And we're all going through things. And just to have people to share all of that with the good, the bad, and the ugly, it changes something. I've never like had a small group like this one before, but I know without a doubt that like every week when we meet, like we can see how God is working and moving. And if you're, it's if you're, incredible. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I don't have these people. Well, all it takes is one. So if you've got a if you've got a Christ follower around you that you can be real with, mm-hmm. go spend some time with them. Mm-hmm. But you know you can find you, you can find these people. It, this it's going to take some risk though. You got to put yourself out there. And for us, it was it took some hurt too. Like we put ourselves out there. And I say we. I'm talking about me and Valerie and the kids mm-hmm. somewhat. We put ourselves out there with people where it didn't work out. Right. And it was the wrong folks. Um, and it was crushing. And it then makes you want to put your guard up. But if you'll listen to the Spirit, the Spirit's going to say, take that guard down, right? Take that guard down. This is more important. 
it's okay to be hurt sometimes. It's you know it, he's going to say take that guard down and, and open up again, and I'm going to put the right people in your life. And um, but but sometimes it's going to be the wrong folks, and it doesn't go well. But don't let that stop you. You know, a lot of times when people hear this and they've been hurt by being vulnerable around somebody, they're like, nope, not ever being vulnerable again. We put up a wall. Mm-hmm. For us as people, walls are not good. As Christians, walls are not good. Do not put up walls. You can put up fences. You can put up appropriate boundary fences in places where you need to with people, and that's okay, but not walls. Mm-hmm. Because walls are saying, I'm never going back over there again, right? Not to that person, to that to a relationship like that, to being vulnerable in a situation. No, no, no. You've got to remain vulnerable, and you've got to find some people. And yeah. you know, sometimes it takes walking through some different groups to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and not all of them are bad. Like some of them are just for seasons and things like that. But um, I would say if you're listening to this whole thing, start here. Go if you know a Christ follower around you that you can be real with. Go find them and start there. Yep. And the first thing I'd say to them is, I'm running on empty. I'm burnt out, and just start talking. Yep. And you'll see, I think that you'll see how the Holy Spirit will start to build life back in you through these people, and he will guide you to all these other steps we talked about. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, that's it for this series, then. Yeah, we're done with this series. It was good. I really enjoyed it. The best word I can come up with was good, I guess. Yeah, I that's guess. how it I described good. earlier. Good, it was great, good. awesome. It was amazing. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed this. We hope all of our listeners enjoyed it as well. We'll be back next week with a new series. We think we know where we're going with it this time. Yeah, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. I think what we're going to do is we're going to do um, false wisdom and true wisdom. And so, like, the false wisdom of this world. Like, So we're going to give mm-hmm. you some false wisdom that's out there, and we're going to actually tell you what the true wisdom really is. Yeah. Because there's a lot of false wisdom in the world around us. Yep. And especially with the... Um, with what do you call them? Reels? Is that what you call reels, them? Reels like on, on Facebook on reels Instagram. or whatever, Instagram reels. They're so, technically, typically, they're always TikToks first, and then they become reels. Yes. There is a lot of stupid false wisdom in some of those reels and memes mm-hmm. and all that stuff that is spreading like wildfire. Right. A lot of dumb ones. There's some funny ones. There's some awesome ones. You know, I love a little jiggle, jiggle, don't fold video, but <laughs> <laughs> some little dance videos. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of just stupid stuff you'll read, and it it ends up being like this today's wisdom, when really it's false. And yeah. So we're gonna kind of we're gonna knock some of them out. Oh yeah, right. it'll be good. Yeah, I'm I think it'll be cool. To it. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk to you then. See you then. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.